This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short routes. Boys are back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Go, Matt Harmon with you on a Thanksgiving edition of Reception Perception the Show. Uh, I will ask you, Matt, right off the top, your favorite Thanksgiving dish is what? Oh, man, that's uh, you asking the hard-hitting questions here. Um, <laughs> right off the top, baby. <laughs> I, I Look, I love Thanksgiving. I'm already rocking one of my two Thanksgiving Thank shirts are. here. Look G- at that. Got a lot of compliments on this one, out running <laughs> errands good. today. Looks good. Uh, best leg day ever. I should have <laughs> tweeted a picture out of it, but I, I forgot to do that, so whatever. Um, anyways, nobody cares about the shirt. Honestly, dude, and I know this is controversial, but okay. my favorite Thanksgiving uh, and just holiday – like food in general is the ham and i know that is a i know that's a hot take because some people don't like ham and it's not really like the star of the show at all you know obviously like the turkey's a big deal you know the sides are a big deal but i i my family has always loved to have a ham out like as a picking food like before the meal so like and now that you know, I, I do all the, I do the smoke, like the, the the big green egg, the Traeger, all that stuff. Like, so I smoke the ham in the in the big green egg, oh, and God, uh, you know, pop, yeah, dude, pop that bad boy out. I got a shout out to if you're into barbecuing at all out there, and you're not following uh, Malcolm Reed, how to barbecue right on his YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we're we're pa- we're a pals on Instagram and Twitter. If you're not following that dude, you're doing it wrong. He has this incredible raspberry chipotle ham recipe that I have used. I used last year for Thanksgiving, bringing it back this year. It is incredible, and that is like one of my highlights is having that bad boy out on the counter and just picking at it all day long. Man, I, I love the ham. Bro, you're too young to be this middle aged dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you are you're you're the epitome of that. What's that? What's that insurance commercial or or you know? Oh like, no, no, yeah, no, no, I know, yeah. Hey, listen, Progressive not, is not sponsor. It is not okay. sponsoring the show, so we don't need to. But you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, no, that is so great. that is me. That's what I have. I have a hundred percent become. Like there's a. I mean, come on, dude. You're older than me. You got you definitely I, I'm way watch, older than you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I didn't want to say way older, but yeah, you are obviously way, way older than me. You're, you're you know, <laughs> I'm you're ancient, ancient I'm, at this I'm, point. Yeah. yeah exactly. One foot and turned into dust. What are you talking one, about? You're like one sneeze away from 50. You're basically 50 at this point. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you watch that. You got it. Like, there's definitely some things I watch that, though. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Uh, that's oh, tough dude. One. That's yeah. I'm that's half of one. those things for sure. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely the guy that leaves voicemails and leaves my number two times. Hundred percent. I'm that dude. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, me too. But yeah, yeah me too. That's so bad. Anyways, um, I will go ahead and say stuffing. I love a good stuffing. That's my favorite yeah. one. Uh, and uh, and I am team pumpkin pie as well. Although a lot of people don't like pumpkin pie, but I, I do love me some good pumpkin pie, uh, especially around the holidays. All right, so. 
Um, anyways, okay, we'll move on. Hey, listen, we got a great show here in front of us here today. Um, wanted to touch in on the re- kind of a little bit of a follow up show uh, to our show from a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago rather. But uh, follow check in on the Rams, check in on the Jets. Uh, maybe give you a couple sleepers on this hot, fine Thanksgiving holiday. Give you a couple sleepers going into week number twelve as well. Um, can we start with Traylon Burks though, man? I I think it's fair to ask. Look, he had a huge game, huge game uh, his last time out, right? Seven receptions yep. on eight targets, 111 yards. But I will ask you this, Matt. Is it a breakout game or is it a blip? Breakout or blip, Traylon Burks? You know, I think somewhere probably in the middle. Look, there. it was funny watching the uh, Titans and the Chiefs game a couple of weeks ago on Sunday Night Football. Um, you know, your guy Malik Willis was out there, you know, throwing go routes to freaking Chris Conley. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, I know, I know Malik Willis is, let's put it kindly, scattershot at this point. Yeah. But yeah. Um, my God, like none of those wide receivers could make a play for him. And, you know, I even even sitting there saying, you know, I've talked on this show many times that I've got some questions about Traylon Burks, like in terms of his development, how fast is he going to be up to speed in terms of, you know, like I didn't think he was going to be ready to rock right away in the NFL. And, you know, when the when we saw him earlier, he wasn't ready to rock. He was like kind of a limited player, stuff like that, you know, before getting hurt or whatever. But even I'm sitting there saying, like, you know what Traylon can do? He can run those freaking go routes and you know high point of football that like these guys like Chris Conley and those goofballs for the for the Titans were not doing uh in that game in particular so um I did find I was I remember thinking that as a uh, as we were, as we were watching that Sunday Night Football game uh Titans Chiefs but you know I do think it's somewhere between like a breakout and a blip because obviously like it's not the healthiest ecosystem for passing volume anyways right in Tennessee, <laughs> no <they're>, yeah, no, <laughs> no 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 to, to say to no. say one thing but yeah. You know, what Traylon Burks can do well, and obviously he's featured in the Rookie Report, which we've talked about on the show, ReceptionPerception.com. If you get a Prime Sicko subscription, you can uh, – we're going to have a big uh, Black Friday sale this weekend. If you're listening to this podcast right now and yeah. you're not signed up for the site, go check out our Twitter. Uh, we'll be tweeting about the the sale, ReceptionPerception.com. The promo code will be up there as well. So uh, you can get a discount on getting the Rookie Report. Uh, but anyways, point being here, you know, this is a um, – it's a guy who's a limited player. Like I said, you know, he's not a hundred percent run the full route tree, but really high success rate on the slant and the go route. Uh, those vertical routes I think are, are really good for him. He did show some good development on uh, some base routes too, like the dig and out. Um, so I don't think he will be consistently good every single week because I think he is still learning an entirely new position. You know, I've talked about this on the show before, but Traylon Burks took 80.5% of his snaps in the slot or backfield and 84% of his snaps off the line of scrimmage in his collegiate reception perception sample in the rookie report sample. And obviously this did not include the week, the game against the, the green Bay Packers or the one before that, when he came off IR 18 18.8% of his snaps were a slot or backfield and just 26.6% off the line. So they were, I know that like he still has the nominal wide receiver next to his name, but I can't emphasize enough how that is like basically a completely different position. Having him play X receiver versus what he did as a collegiate player. So uh, while I do think like the opportunity should be there for Burks, I think he definitely has big playability. We saw that against the Green Bay Packers. I still think he'll be an inconsistent player, but um, I think as you know, if we're just talking fantasy, I think you can you should definitely roster him. You should think of him as like maybe a, a guy that you're considering in your, in your flex every single week. But I think we can expect some up and down moments from him as he continues to learn that new position. Uh, in your write-up in the pre-draft process for Traylon Burks, um, you know, obviously was 
flat out not good against man coverage. Uh, 57.5% success rate. Again, collegiately, not in the pros, but collegiately, you put them in the 11th percentile in terms of success rate versus man. And then I look at the rookie report, um, and actually he's improved that score quite a bit. You know, 67.5% success rate versus man in the pros. Um, that kind of development I don't, tells me that uh, that this is a guy that has worked on his craft just a little bit, and maybe possibly the athleticism is starting to show through as well. Yes, and when you look at, uh, you know, he only in the sample of games, he only ran about 73 routes, right? Um, but that's cons- that was a score that consistently improved from game one to two to three to four. Um, like a guy that just got a little bit better as the, as the more he played, which, you know, makes a ton of sense because, again, developmental player that needed some seasoning. I think he was getting that seasoning. Now I do still have concerns with him against press coverage. Uh, Like when guys can get up uh, in his grill, you know, 56.5% success rate versus press. That was the second lowest among the guys that are featured in the rookie report right now. Um, That's definitely a weakness of his game. Like when he goes against physical coverage, stuff like that. But you know, if you give him a free release, man, and you're having him run a limited route tree, like just do get some in routes, get some slant routes, get some vertical routes. He's really, really good in those areas. So, um, you know, it's not too dissimilar. Actually, this is kind of an interesting question. Like, he's, he's not too dissimilar to like how I feel about Christian Watson right now. Uh, Christian hmm, Watson. Okay. Is, um, and like, I'm curious, which which guy would you prefer, like short term, long term? Because I think, you know, Christian Watson's a guy that runs slants and he runs go routes. He runs deep over routes. And that's pretty much about all he can do right now, but he makes big plays on those. And I kind of feel like Burks is a little bit in that same sort of bucket right now. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I was asked I was asked that exact same question on Twitter today. Would you rather have Christian Watson or Traylon Burks long term? And I think my answer was I think it's very close, but I think I would still uh, prefer Christian Watson over Traylon Burks just because of the overall athletic traits. If we're talking about two players that are developmental types, um, mm-hmm. and again, they're both working on their craft right now. Uh, go ahead and give me the guy that I think has higher ceiling from an athletic standpoint. The one thing that makes me say eh, I'm not 100% like all in on that take, it's the hands. I don't oh, think dude, Christian yeah, Watson yeah, I know. <laughs> doesn't have great hands, and that makes me a little bit eh, a little worried. Um, is that something that wide receivers can fix? Can that change that much to change the trajectory of a guy's career? I'm not sure. So that's the one thing where I'm saying eh, I think they're kind of sort of close uh, but I'll overall still take the guy that I think is a better athlete than Traylon Burks. But I think Burks has better hands. I think Burks has better hands. Um, like for sure. It's a real, it's a real weakness in his game. I'm trying to look up just like their overall drop rates right now. I know in the like small sample of games um, for reception perception, uh, you know, Christian Watson had like an absurd uh, drop rate. Yeah. Right now, Christian Watson, he's got four drops in the NFL so far. You know, Traylon Burks is, is only has one. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's small sample, whatever, but I think you're right to say that is a big concern for Christian Watson. It's not so much for Traylon Burks who, you know, with, with Burks, like, I mean, he's a tough dude too. And he's, he can burn. Like, I think he's was probably a little, 
coming in like the pre-draft process, you know, before the combine, he was talked about as a guy that was going to go to the combine and like rip that thing up. But he didn't really do yeah. that. He was like, no, yeah, it didn't. wasn't. Not no, it wasn't impressive. But I think he's more <laughs> of an on-field like bully type of guy. Um, yeah. And I think like one thing you're noticing from him, uh, you know, this is narrative stuff, but I know you'll be fine to do this type of analysis with me. Like when he did the like too small thing to Jair Alexander on, you know, like did the like whatever. I was like, yeah. that's good to see for Traylon because like when he can yeah. get engaged and like really start to get in the flow of being like a big badass, for that's when he sure. can, that's when he can really be something. Like I don't see him as like those, I don't see the AJ Brown comparisons, you know, even before he was drafted by the Titans, people made AJ Brown comparisons because of like the size and stuff like that. But, you know, I really think, um, I think he could be like a Juju Smith Schuster type of player, but better in the vertical game, uh, like a tough, rugged, like, you know, short to intermediate guy, but, um, you know, might have more upside as a man coverage beater might have more upside as like a go route runner. And man, that is, I mean, that's a pretty, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if he has a ceiling of an elite player, but I think it's a pretty solid ceiling. So for me, I actually kind of think like rest of season from a fantasy perspective, I think I might prefer Christian Watson, but we'll talk more about the Packers like in a second, just if like in a hypothetical world, Rogers is playing the entire season, whatever. I think I prefer Christian Watson just because the yeah. offensive ecosystem is going to be a little bit better, but I actually think long-term I, I think I'll take, I'll take Traylon Burks. Cause I actually kind of feel like the projections a little bit safer um, than Christian Watson. Like, but the athletic upside is something certainly to mention there with Watson. Uh, four five five is what Traylon Burks ran at two hundred and twenty five pounds. Um, the vertical jump actually concerned me. I think more than the forty time thirty three inch vertical jump for me. Um, that's well below average, dude. And and I get it. he's a big guy, but thirty three. It's like guys, you, you got to get to at least thirty five. You know, yeah. um, for me, uh, and thirty three to me indicates he is somebody that does not have great short area burst. Um, and, and I think that also shows up on tape as well. Um, the, you know, James, I think, I think that's kind of, I think that's probably why the Titans, and I think they were right to do this. were like, you know what? Forget that gimmicky bullshit that he did in college. Like we're going to try just like, we'll take the size of the guy and just try to make him a real big boy wide receiver because I don't think he actually has the athleticism to be like a, you know, I mean, there were times because based on his usage, people are like, oh, maybe he could be the next Debo Samuel. Like, oh my God, get out of here. Like <laughs> athletically, like those guys are not even close. So no, I no, think no. like, yeah, make this guy like a big bully on the outside uh, and, and not really like a, I'm kind of coming around on the idea that the tight end, because I think Mike Vrabel is just such a good coach that he, maybe he can pull this off. Um, kind of coming around to that based on like, yeah, that athleticism, like you don't want him out there like doing little Debo Samuel, Percy Harvin type stuff. You want him kind of beating guys up on the outside. I can understand when they bring up Debo just because they're both such physical. Uh, I yeah. mean, Debo's literally named after a bully, right? So like, <laughs> right, that, that kind of stuff makes actual uh, narrative sense. Anyways, when you talk about, okay, if you want to, if you want this guy to play a little bit of bully ball, um, out there, but you know, you, you bring up AJ Brown too. And again, just a different stratosphere, I think of an athlete, right? Like same size, 225 pounds, but he ran a four, four, nine versus a four, five, five and his vertical jump 36 and a half versus a 33. So I just think it's a different kind of animal, uh, when we're talking about these two athletes. Um, and again, man, like I, we've seen it too. Like AJ Brown is that big boy wide receiver on the outside that absolutely just, I mean, you better bring your lunch pail, man, when you're guarding yeah. AJ Brown, because he's going to absolutely get physical 
uh, with you, no doubt about it. I, I'm torn. I, I really am on Traylon Burks. And, and, you know, coming into the pre-draft process, Matt, like I was with all these other guys. I mean, you see the highlights. Uh, how, how could you not be impressed uh, by the physicality of it all? But then his combine score came out and, um, you know, I thought his numbers underwhelmed. And then you did the charting on him, too. And um, you were talking about how he's got so far to go. Uh, in terms of beating man press coverage. And, you know, when you are that physical and that big, you would think, Matt, that like beating man press shouldn't be that difficult, right? Yeah, I think he's a little bit stiff. And I just think from a technique perspective, he's just very, very raw. Like we're talking about that. Can't stress enough how different like what he was doing versus what a guy like Jamar Chase did in college or a guy, you know, even in his same draft class, like Drake London did or Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson, like these guys that were playing real wide receiver. Like there are just a lot of what Traylon Burks was doing in college was not real wide receiver. Um, And I think that's why the Titans were like, okay, in a weird way, it was almost interesting because they needed like immediate wide receiver help. right? Right. And they haven't gotten, anything from Robert Woods or Nick Westbrook Akina or any of these guys that yeah. starting this year. It's like, right. okay, let's have Traylon like go on the slow path, but we're going to really develop him at the position that we need, which is X wide receiver rather than like, what can we do to get him on the field right away? Like let's have him hammer, hammer away, like keep chopping wood at like learning route running and learning um, the, the, you know, technical aspects of the game. And I think he's gotten a lot of praise even in the time when he's been away from the game because he was on IR for a while for like working on his craft and stuff like that. So that's, that's really good to see, especially because he came in, he like, remember all those off season reports about how he was like out of shape and he was struggling in mini camp yeah. and stuff like that. So right. I, sometimes like guys don't take well to hard coaching and it sounds like he's really taken well to hard, hard coaching, which is good to see. Last thing I want to say about Traylon Burks <clears throat> and pick your brain on this, but I feel like given his um, size and speed profile, this is a guy that absolutely needs to learn how to be successful in zone coverage. And that's not where he is right now. And also too, that's really where the Debo comparisons really kind of fall apart, right? Like Debo's yeah, so totally. good against zone. Um, and and this guy, Traylon Burks right now, not very good. According to the rookie report, uh, he was what? One, two, three, four, five, six, the six worst uh, against uh, success rate versus zone coverage, 75.8%. And again, you want to start getting up into that 78, 79, 80% area. If you really want to say, uh, stake your claim as being a wide receiver who is good against zone coverage. But would you kind of like agree with me that this is a player that needs to be successful against zone coverage? Got to see better results there for sure. You know, especially some like classic zone beating routes, uh, like post routes, uh, you know, curl routes, stuff like that routes where you're going to be, you're going to be able to sit down. Uh, you know, I mean, the slant's a good, good number there, but I think that most of that comes against man coverage. So some of these like zone beating routes, especially vertically, you know, cause you can run a go route and just rip it up against man coverage. And, and I think he's, he's shown he can do that 64.7% success rate, uh, on the nine routes. But like, if you're going to make big, big plays against zone coverage, you need to attack the seams, especially against cover two, um, some stuff like that, you know, cover three looks as well. Like that's really where you're going to try to hit that, uh, big play there. And I think, uh, that like improvements on the post routes and some of those, um, in breaking vertical intermediate patterns, he needs to get a little bit better on for sure. Yeah, I think also, <clears throat> I, I think I would also like to see Traylon Burks play a little bit more inside as well. I would love uh, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, too. just to kind of get more of it, the snaps that I think he was used to from college, um, and maybe you know, again, 
have him do the kind of things that he was successful at in college and then build on top of that uh, in the pros. He, uh, by the way, just one last thing on Traylon Burks. He did uh, yeah, get two targets, out, two targets out of the slot, two catches, 44 yards against the Packers. So that was wow. really good to see. Eight, tar- eight targets total. So I, I, I remember watching that on uh, Sunday night and actually a few people tweeting at, at me being like, I think Mike Vrabel read the rookie report. And I was like, I, d- I doubt it, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't don't think I can, don't think there I see go. Mike on the uh, subscriber list, but I did want to note that like they make, got him some big plays from there. 